0: People, you know, can, like, create their own job and create their own company from a course. People can, like, get out, you know, potentially help with, like, depression or anxiety from a course. They can speak another language. They can find love. So, it's, like, education and knowledge is, like, worth. That's, like, I want to, like,
1: build a, you know, like, a home there. This is a pretty awesome episode. Now, I just wanted to film this as a heads up and sorry that for some reason my camera didn't record. So you're going to hear my audio. All the audio is completely fine. So I'm very, very sorry for that. Just a disclaimer. And hopefully you guys have an amazing day. Peace. And that definitely makes sense, Lucas. So yeah, I I guess Lucas, tell me sort of how did you get into marketing and, and sort of what are you doing now?
0: Cool. Yeah. So originally I was like a, um, a pro footballer here in Australia. I um, was doing that for about three years. And then when I was 20, um, it didn't work out. I actually got too old when I was 20. Um, as weird as that sounds, but that's football. Then um, I kind of from there, you know, didn't know what to do. So I kind of jumped into to the standard kind of like entrepreneurship courses and info products that everyone does, you know, um, social media marketing agency, do a drop shipping business, all that kind of stuff, run funnels, um, and there was, yeah, like a, a, a month period where I was playing like semi-pro soccer. Sorry, about, you know, like six-month period where I was just kind of reading every day, taking courses, learning ads on my own, test like a social media agency. That didn't work, but I kind of learned how to, you know, set up a domain and build a website and automate things. And, and um, that, yeah, that went on. And then eventually I got a, a role just working in kind of like community management for a, a small e-com brand through, through someone at New For Soccer there and then within like six months I kind of worked my way up. Someone left and I got lucky to, to doing the Facebook ads there. Um and at the time I was also running my own econ brand. So this was three, four years ago now. And yeah, just kind of like learning ads. This e com brand was kind of um uh, was uh you know had money raised as well so that was good. I, I, I got to spend a lot, learn a lot. And then um yes like kind of scaled that brand up. That um, became like a multi-seven-figure um, e-commerce business. It was like breakfast, uh, breakfast subscriptions, and then I left there and kind of moved on to Founder, where I was just working like solely on the creative, on the paid creative. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of had the the media buying background and and things like that. But then when I started Founder, doing the creative, I had to learn a lot more of like team management. I had to learn a lot more of like direct response marketing and copywriting, like the, the psychology of, you know, selling a $1,000, $2,000 product as opposed to a $20 e-com product. Um, and, and yeah, just kind of like learned like strategy and and how to build the team there because like obviously founder grew a lot while I was there. So was that Founder for two years and now um, just recently left there and kind of... Um, uh, working as like a, a freelance, like consultant or strategist, so helping scale a few agencies with ads, and also um, partnering with some instructors to launch courses uh, with them as well as my like you know like my my side hustle but at the moment. Yeah.
1: Awesome! Congratulations on taking that big step. What? How do you know when you're ready? to take that step into sort of freelancing and sort of doing your own thing. Did you have clients already when you sort of um, left Founder? Um, I gave Founder a, um, a really long notice. So um, I had one
0: client, which was like like definite kind of like before I left. And also I knew just kind of like like with my network and and if I had a gun to my head, I could find clients pretty easy if I needed to. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of had one that I didn't necessarily agreed to, but I knew they were there. And then I just left um, because, yeah, it, it felt right. That's what my, my gut was telling me. And then I kind of, you know, uh, built the parachute on the way down, as they say, and, and, and just kind of worked it out. Yeah. Okay. And and in, in terms of being ready, it all depends on on, on what you want to do, I guess. Like, you will never be solely ready. Every industry and every market is different. You're still going to have to learn. You're still going to have to eat shit and, and do things like that, I feel. But um yeah i i i guess there's no right time and and it all depends on on what you want to do and if, if you've done it yourself then definitely i think you know if you've worked for a company or worked for a startup and you've kind of done a job there and had success then it's like you have confidence in the ability to actually do the thing then comes obviously like, like the sales and the marketing side um then then yeah you're you're, you're probably ready i guess um but It all depends on on what you wanna do. Sorry, that's a crappy answer.
1: No, that's perfect. Tell me about like that process. You know how you said, if you need to get clients, you can definitely do that. How'd you go from sort of working sort of like a day-to-day job to now getting your own clients? Like, are you running ads? Is it through word of mouth? Is it because you met a lot of people in the industry? I guess
0: maybe we can step back the way my life is structured right now is I have about like three or four clients that I really, really like. I'm enjoying the work, I'm learning a lot and I've like kind of like good deals with, right? And these are all, um, let me have a think, yeah. These are all people that I kind of knew um, just through my network and like and like networking and uh, honestly like, like giving a ton of value. Like all these people, I, I like jump on calls to them, kind of like gave them ideas for ads and it kind of came back, you know, two, three, four years later. Wow. So that's almost my kind of like pay the bills income um, I, I'm like, I'm not really looking to scale that like like I can you know do DM and LinkedIn outreach and start running ads and like posting Facebook groups and things like that but it's like I'm I kind of want to get to the point for myself where like I'm not trading time for money and actually building businesses that can run without me and that's why you know, like high level that's my you know quote-unquote nine to five pay the bills thing but underneath that in, in all my spare time literally like just before working on this then it's like how can I build out these info product businesses and these courses that can, you know, scale way, you know, without me, you know what I mean? Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's word of mouth. And then and then it's just like underneath that, I'm partnering with these different instructors uh, to, to, to launch courses with them, yeah.
1: Yeah, tell me about that sort of process of partnering up with like a coach. Um, right now, like, I sort of like launching I guess this is a two-step answer I'm pretty curious on like partnering up with people because I think that's a big thing where I think um, I followed a lot of people who have been really good at ads and they'll partner up with influencers to create brands and create products and this is sort of similar where I'm starting to see it happen with sort of info products where people who have really good knowledge of ads webinars funnels are partnering up with influencers to help them launch info products tell me about that
0: yeah, so it's it, it's maybe in the info product space it's new, but in terms of like business in general, it's nothing new. Like in in Silicon Valley, when like angel investors or, or venture capitalists are talking about like raising, uh, you know, where to invest, they want like a builder um, and a seller. So in this instance, usually the the builder is the expert, kind of like selling the topic, and the seller is, is you know like a, like a marketing funnels guy um the yeah and and i guess the problem is usually if you have these marketing skills you can only sell kind of marketing courses right and to be especially now when it's competitive to know media buying to know ads to know running a team to know like funnels to know cro to know you know like all, all that kind of stuff that's a lot of um a lot of things to know and to know that but also be in the top of your field as a coach whether it's you know dating coach, a crypto investor, a real estate investor, I um, I don't know, like a, a real estate agent coach, like all these different verticals, it's hard to be both, right? So it's almost a thing now where they, these kind of marketers and advertisers are coming in, like you said, in the e-com space, it's like, hey, I can sell this for you, but you can be the star, be the brand with all the knowledge, all the social proof or whatever, and and do it. And like, you know, the same thing's happening in crypto and, and um, NFT space as well, where you have people kind of you know um running nft projects in the back end they're kind of like the masterminds of it and then they're like oh hey stoop dog or hey you know whoever come be an ambassador for us um and then you know it's it, it's that working so I, I guess it's just um yeah l- leveraging for the Corsic like either their, their knowledge and their social proof of okay i have case studies i have x years experience this is my system and that knowledge like building the product and also obviously in the e-com space probably, but using their um, authority and, the, and their reach as well um, as, as proof to sell.
1: Interesting, and one thing that is surprising is like, do you guys have like a formal down pact where you guys can launch any course? So for example, let's say I have a friend, he sells motorcycles and he wants to create a course on how to make money delivering food because then they would buy his motorcycles. Could I partner with him and put him into like basically guarantee that this course is gonna work? Like, is it that down pack the formula?
0: No, it, it's it's you can never guarantee something's gonna work though. Obviously, has has to be some kind of a level of um, product market fit, and and you know especially when you get um, very mechanical, not every course works. Like like you know like at, at Founder we had some course that did a lot better than others. Um, you know, that there's an argument to be made, like test more, um, like just kind of ship more, test more and then, and then, uh, double down on what sticks, but then also, you know, like stepping back and taking time. Um, the most successful courses that we launched, we we took a lot of time to launch, right? We had live calls, we got feedback, we got case studies, we kind of built it out a lot slower. Um, so yeah, it's, it's always that balance of like kind of like building arts. And building something great and and turning on onto a machine and that's scalable. In terms of getting a course live, yes, there is like a systematic approach from like step by step by step by step. Now it's live and it's launched, and obviously like like we did have big launches at, at Founder. Like pretty much every course did well. Um, it, it's just you know like a on a on a scale who we're comparing to. Um, and now yeah like like I've got the same thing um, which is kind of different to to Founder the way I'm launching these courses. Um, almost like a hybrid thing so yes like you can get it live but um it all depends on on like how good the offer is what the market's like the the product market fit timing um how good you can market it things like that you know a a proof of the instructor as well like there's all these different variables um yeah but but it's hard to guarantee anything
1: really interesting and like for example with your knowledge you'll say facebook ads or soccer or fitness what would be the bottleneck to you launching an info product around your own skills? Um, like let's say you wanted to do a course on how, how to be a pro soccer player. Um, Mm -hmm. is it because that might not be a product market fit? Is it, you already know it's not scalable. So for me, I I feel as though
0: just in general, I, I probably don't have the proof to shooting straight. Like, like, um, the market, especially in the business space, is getting kind of very, very saturated. Um, and its courses in, in general are, so it's like either you have a ton of social proof and you're the only one that can teach this. And also, another the strategy is finding something so niche that that nobody else is doing it, right? I, I think in, right now that that's two ways to kind of um, uh, get through this, this uh, saturation. And, you know, I my probably biggest strength is, is like project managing and building these funnels or coming up with ideas and marketing them. So it's like, I would rather just partner with, with, with someone else who already has the proof, already has all the case studies done, the stuff on their own, um, in a market that's not that saturated or finding a product that's really, really niche. And then, and then doing it with them. Cause like, yeah, I like even just personally, I probably could launch a course, could do okay. I have to think about the market, but it's, um, I kind of like being in the background, you know, filming and being a personal brand and all that stuff takes a lot of effort. And like, I just kind of like, you know, being in the shadows, like a little dungeon.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That makes sense. One thing that I'm sort of learning is the importance of results and repeatability and how like, you know, I recently learned that customers don't really care about, you know, what's in the program, what's the offer. Like they just care if it's repeatable across a ton of people. Um, mm-hmm. t- tell me about that. Like, I-, I never knew that testimonials were that important because everyone has testimonials, but like like I'm hearing again and again, like you need reviews, yeah. testimonials. Like, why is that? Like, is yeah. it because the whole webinar is like a webinar of just testimonials or like, yeah. The,
0: the whole point of a webinar is is basically get someone to believe that that your product is gonna do what you say it does. And then and and then like justify the price, right? So, every, every story, everything is just to to make them believe that, that this product is finally going to be the solution to you know to where they want to go or the problem that they have. And there's a few ways to do that because um, there's different buyers, right? So there's like logical buyers, kind of urgency buyers, more emotional buyers, and there's also social buyers. And like uh, Ty Lopez talks about this as like a, a marketing system. We can get into it a bit later, but social especially in the age of like social media right now and especially in the age where there's so many courses and things like that seeing stories and seeing case studies is just proof everybody's saying i can do this for you here's a step plan but the second you say you know like like how much powerful is it saying you know um oh hey guys like um i can make ads i can scale courses to, to seven figures come work me versus hey i make ads at scaled you know like 10 courses to seven figures for example this course this one i'd made twenty thousand dollars here's a screenshot it's just like oh it's undeniable right like um that's the thing yeah it kind of cuts through the skepticism and to be fair like the the courses that were able to scale you know massively at founder were the ones that had case studies and even right now like i will not you know when i'm like reaching out for potential instructors to partner with the second or third question I ask is like, do you have proof? Do you have case studies? And and that doesn't necessarily need to be from the course for the founder it was because like you know the course been running for years, but we can still be hey, you know if I run an agency, it can be hey, um, this is my agency, this is what we do. I'm taking this exact system that we do, putting it into this course, and this system generated 100k for this client, two million for this client, da 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 da. So it's still social proof. It's just kind of how you how you word it and sell it because you're not really selling a program; you're selling like, like like an IP or a unique system most of the time.
1: And then, how do you attack those three types of buyers? Do you literally on the webinar, like, talk and then sort of present it in a way that goes for the logical, emotional, and you do all three at, at the same time or separately? So, so it
0: it's a great question. Basically, that, so so that there's four right and oh, wow. and and the way, the way i think like tylo is a marketing genius he's like like next level but basically he and i kind of go a, a little bit more like deeper than this just in my own stuff but it, it stems to like pay so practical action-based social and emotional practical is like a logical person it's like a um an you know uh um, an analyst or something like that with like okay uh, And they're very skeptical. It's like, hmm, tell me about this. But electrically that doesn't work, right? It's like I kind of visualize them. Action is more like me. It's like, I fuck it, let's get it. I'm on. It's like FOMO, urgency, let's get it right now, right? Like like pump up future pace. Social is more, you know, like social proof. What are the celebrities doing? Um, Does this work for other people? Show me case studies I need to fill up. And emotional is how can I... um, Emotional is like feelings of, of either like, big benefits or strong pain right and, and it's and literally in the webinar or all the vsls that i write I'll, I'll kind of map out a story um like a logical like i kind of start with logic map, map out like a logical okay like step one step two then kind of like build out these points write it kind of make it flow and then literally what i do is i have these four things i like can grain in my head where it's like hmm we haven't hit on emotion a little bit let's add in more emotion in this section okay so and it's either like negative emotion or positive emotion then like there's no urgency or, or there's no like action-based thing for a while they'll re- bring in the opportunity again and the and the urgency and the FOMO oh shit we don't have social proof put this social proof in and then every time I make an argument it's like okay how can I logically break this down so the most skeptical person would believe it and the second like you get these four forces and they're all throughout the advertising, like emotion a little bit of action a little bit of social a little, little bit of um more social practical and you start adding it then all the buyers are hitting on different things right like like you don't buy the same way i do i don't buy the same way that my mum does um and and usually as well just like like a little tip i guess is the more sophisticated a market gets then then the less emotion and the less action and the more um logical and the more social proof they've heard it all before, usually they know what the emotion is. They don't need to be sold on you know on the benefit or whatever. It's more so, yeah, but I'm I am i have watched YouTube videos, I've gone through courses, I've worked with agencies. I know this is all bullshit. Like like I'm I'm pretty sophisticated right now. Explain to me logically why this is different. And then and then you know so it's like every market's kind of different. Um there's no formula of like say this, say this, say this at all, you know. Um but but yeah that's that that's kind of and even with the ads, it's the same thing. Like you'll see pretty much every ad that i run has to have the, the, those four things right so social proof needs to have case studies if, if you don't have case studies then show like celebrities doing it you know um if uh, yeah if if you can leverage like any celebrities or authority or influences or any case studies for the social definitely urgency on on every ad why do they need to buy now then logically reason what's the logical reason that it works and then handle objections that's logical as well and then emotion is like obviously what's the big emotion that you're selling is it like an away from or is it a, a two um so like are you kind of solving a pain you really want to twist that knife and really like get into it or is the benefit so good that you can show the benefit and express and feel it and make people feel something and every ad that i write
1: has that um has to have that that's so cool and what's your thoughts on vsl to like a booking versus webinars it seems like a lot of people are slowly transitioning to booking funnels sales calls and webinars i'm seeing less and less but founder and like grant cardone these sort of big people they're still on the webinar games so webinars must still be working but why is everyone transitioning over
0: so, I'll, I'll preface this by like like there is no former or there's no should and nothing's better than the other. It, it all depends on you know your funnel and your back end and kind of what you want to do. I would say, web you know ad, ad prices are getting harder, uh, more expensive. So webinars you know probably are getting a little bit more difficult. Um, they're still working for a, a lot of brands, and I'll, I'll explain why in a second. They're still working. I think, and again, like, I don't have any, like, specific data to back this up because I haven't done a true scientific test, but it seems like the only reason webinars are getting harder is because the market is getting more sophisticated, more saturated, and and people probably have a negative, you know, um, a negative feeling around webinars because maybe they've been on one and, you know, just just got pitched to for an hour. Maybe they bought a course that was trash. Maybe they actually want this problem and they know it's going to be, 30 minutes of teasing and then oh here's my three thousand dollar course, right? So it all depends on who the market is and and what the back end product is, right? Like there's still ways to, to make webinars and VSLs work for more sophisticated markets if you just speak to them. That they they know that you're probably selling a course, they know if it's they know that nothing is free and they're busy and they have time. So how can you approach that differently? Can you like make the skeleton walk and be like, hey, what's up? Like, I do sell a course full-time, like this training's sick. If you can't afford the course, do the training, implement it, you'll make money so you can buy the course. That's my plan here, right? Or, um, <laughs> you know, so it's all about speaking to the avatar. And even right now, like you said, and, and we'll get to the core thing in a second, but with a lot of SLO products, which means self-liquidating offers, which is usually like low ticket, $37, $97 courses that kind of break even on the front end. Um, Tanner, Tanner, uh, that yeah. guy. Um, he does it a lot, like Traffic and Funnels do it a lot with these, you know, $27, $37 products. And and that's usually for more sophisticated markets because these guys usually have money. They haven't, you don't need to sell them on the benefit of like starting a business or scaling a business, but also they, they probably don't have time. They're probably too skeptical to sit through a one-hour webinar for the most part, right? Obviously, if it's a really sexy offer they haven't heard before, they may go through it. But that's yeah, that's what's kind of work. And then in terms of like VSLs to booking the call, that's just about the business model, right? Are you selling a course that's automated where you have a VSL, you, you get a sell, and, and that thing runs like a machine, like an evergreen funnel? Are you doing a VSL or booking a call and I'm selling like a fifteen k service package? Are you? running ads to a small VSL, they're getting a phone close on a call. So there's no real way to, it's just like puzzles, right? Or all it is, all this stuff is literally prospect is on social media. Usually if you're running ads or on YouTube or watching shit organically on TikTok or whatever, then there's certain things they need to think that they need to see and that they need to believe in order for them to make the purchase, right? whether that's an ad to a sales page and that's it, whether it's an ad to a webinar, to a sales page to an email follow-up and then a call, whether it's ad, VSL, call. It's just kind of who are they? What do they need to believe? How can we get these different steps in a way that's profitable on the back end? And then, of course, obviously, it's like how good is your back end? Because a lot of these guys that are scaling right now may not even be profitable on the front end, but because they have coaching programs or affiliate links with software on the back end it's like it looks like they're scaling here and they're making a ton of money but maybe they're losing money or breaking even because here's where the profit is right so it's how much um can you get people buying and then in that sense it's like how much value can you create right like that's that's kind of all it
1: is yeah because i followed some people and i have friends that are in the space that have pretty big courses and you probably have seen the ads and i'm sort of looking at the numbers for the front end and it's like oh wow, like it's not as profitable as I thought. Like they might be doing say 300 grand a month in revenue and then you know, 50% of it goes to ad spend, 10 to 15% goes to the sales rep, another 10% might go to the agency they're working with and they're left with maybe 30K in profit, 50K if they're lucky, sometimes it's like zero and it's like ups and downs and I was like, wow, like the grass isn't really green on the other side. Um, Is that the general case with sort of most courses um, or am I sort of being skewed by seeing this one big example?
0: Um, Well, I don't know because obviously like you can see things from the exterior, but I don't know, you know, how much money people are are, are pocketing. It's a very shady and, and secretive industry, but I do know it's probably not as profitable as you may think. Yeah, Especially if, if you're running ads, if if you're doing it organically and you cling it that way, then, you, yeah, maybe a little bit, but it's also because because the margins are so good, people usually, if they are really profitable, just want to spend more and scale it. Um, so, yeah, you know, you can get 50% profit probably at, at a small scale, but then you can bump it up really, really fast. No inventory, no problems about selling in different countries, write that and, and then write it out. And, and that's why, yeah, again end is super important.
1: Given that back-end is really important, all the, you know, right now, just getting hard to just break even or get profitable. What's your recommendation for people who are starting? Like right now, when you're partnering up with the, all these coaches, what's the strategy that you sort of plan to go with um, that would allow to maybe be profitable in the front end if you don't have any backed investments?
0: Yeah, so... It would all be about the the product
1: itself and then
0: the execution. So what I what I kind of do and what has worked in the past and I know it works for a lot of people is I'll find an offer that's kind of already validated, right? And and if I recommend doing this kind of like validating an an offer or a problem before kind of automating it into a course. So for example, when I you know when I go to agencies, and like, oh, hey. You guys are doing this, let's do a course. Or, you know, if I go to a coach, like a dating coach, I'm like, hey, this we're doing let's have a course, they should already be fully booked, or, or they should be absolutely crushing it, right? And people wanting to go to them. That that's why but, you know, that's when I know that that the offer is validated because as a coach, they already have clients coming in. So it is validated. Now she's kind of seeing if if there's a way, usually and, and again yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go into this because it's pretty important. But if you look at agencies as well, if, and even like businesses in, in like B two B businesses in general, usually agencies work like this: it's like I'm a brand, I have a bit of money, maybe I'm going to invest money and get it taken care of for me, and that's fine what people forget about i guess though is that under that brand that can afford to work with you there's probably three four five six seven times the amount usually who want what you do but can't afford it or they're not ready for it yet and that's the market which is a little bit more beginner that that is willing to eat shit and do it themselves and that's who the course is for usually that or a big brand who wants to take the system from the course and build a team with it right so, so there's two things usually focusing on this on this person but it's like if i'm running a seven-figure econ brand right and i'm killing it and i'm scaling it and I, and I know that tiktok ads comes up or i want snapchat ads i'm i'm already have like four or five employees I'm, i've got a thousand things to think about i don't want to be like oh let me learn this whole new platform and, and have to work it out myself like an idiot. I'm be like, no, I've got money. Agency, go go take it. But under me, there's you know, way smaller brands who are struggling, who do have time and they're hungry and they want to get to the next level. So it's like, okay, what what are these guys doing? Let me do it, right? That's that's kind of where courses fit in. Courses are almost like a stepping stone for before agencies. And that's almost how, how I pitch it to the agencies, like just uh i'm working with another agency now who does like like reels right literally just reels it's so niche and and that's what i said to him it's like they when they book sales calls or people like apply for the company but they're not ready yet they're not at the The reels is it like instagram Instagram reels Reels, sorry so instagram reels yeah yeah yeah, yeah. then it's like that's a whole market which is bigger way bigger than than the successful people who still want it and then it's like and then, and then it's really, really understanding your customer. So if if you you know if you're a coach or a consultant or you're, you're working with one, then you're probably like on the phone or in the DMs with these people every day. And you're working out why they're joining with you, what other options there are, um, what what their current problems are, what stands out about your offering or service to them, and like getting all this information. Literally, then like marketing and building the product becomes easy because you. Depending on the niche, you know, there's no rules, but like you just pick one of these avatars or two or three of these avatars, and then just build everything just for them. That that that's a problem I see now, and I think where, where courses are going is, um, it's very very generic. It's like oh, Facebook ads. Okay, that's kind of cool, but it's like things are more sophisticated than that right now. It's, it's like, are you trying to get leads? Are you trying to get sales for your ecom product? Like all like courses, all these different kind of and is it like media buying is a creative with so all these different variations of of topics and the more niche you can go the better you can sell it to something right like like for example where we're running a facebook creative a facebook video creative course for ecom brands right it's so niche there's there's um marketing in general then there's social media marketing there's facebook ads then there's creative that like it, there's like seven layers deep of the niche but the niche is I think it's big enough. Well, it definitely is big enough because everyone has an e-com brand. And and it's so specific that all the case studies, all the proof, all the examples, all the teaching are just for e-com brands,
1: right? And and, and
0: there's not that disconnect where I'm a coach and they're speaking about products and they're speaking about courses, but how do I get leads?
1: And then with that example, what would be the target audience? Because people who see that, they're probably e-commerce owners and they're busy. They want to just pace on to do it. They don't want to watch a course on how to make their creatives better because they don't have time. Uh, and the people who do have time to watch that, their e-commerce brands are probably not doing as well and they probably have less money, but then they'll probably still have money. So I guess that's your audience. Uh. Yeah, so
0: so, it, it's about, so like what you just said, all of it's true, right? There's two men. there's big e-commerce brand who's already working with the agency who, who can afford it. And then under them, there's people who aren't making really like much money if any money at all and they want to scale it and they don't know what to do Mm. they want to work with these creative agencies maybe they're working with a media buying agency because like media buying agencies aren't too expensive but Mm. the creative is where it's at right now In anything with ads it's like it's all about creative but like we get into that later then these guys can't necessarily afford the the agency but they but they they want it really really bad and and they don't have the money to spend you know like 7, 8, 12K for a few ads. But they may be willing to spend 1K to build a system that they can make ads like this in, in four hours a week. And, and even that prospect, like you said, they don't have a ton of money. They don't have a ton of time. They're super busy. So we built the product for them. Like the bonus is in there. Literally, here's how to hire a VA editor. Here is a list of like VA editing. Here is like systems and templates and copy and paste that take a three-hour thing and put it into 30 minutes. So I was like, that's what I'm talking about. We started with that niche first, right? I mean, knew everything about them. They, they didn't have time. They wanted to scale. They wanted these kind of ads. They didn't want to do it themselves. Always have kind of time. And then we built every module, every course, every ad, every bonus, you, the, the whole thing just for them. Um, that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Because, yeah, like there are, you know, for every one brand that's scaling e brand, there's probably, you know, 20 30 40 50 of people who watched a drop shipping store or wanted to start a fashion brand and they're just not getting sales and they're stuck right now right there's there's, there's, there's a ton of them so it's like let's go after
1: them interesting interesting that's super cool now on that topic does it feel like you know picking the niche and picking the topic and it has to be something different and you have to go many layers deep does it feel like People are constantly chasing like, all okay, right, let's TikTok is out. Let's do a course on TikTok ads. Let's do a course on Snapchat ads. Let's do a course on crypto, NFTs. And it feels like you're constantly chasing um, that, that next new hot thing to teach about and make a few hundred thousand dollars off. And you're moving on to the next thing. It doesn't feel like something that can create this flywheel effect that can eventually grow on its own. Um or what's your thoughts on that is like founder or companies like founder getting to a point where like if they wanted to they can turn off their ads and through word of mouth they can still grow slowly or is it impossible um
0: i yeah with the with the turn of ads off and still grow slowly yes you can grow slowly but but you know well you wouldn't even be growing to, to be honest it be be getting sales because of the brand and and people coming back but it's like you know ads is still a driving force in content especially social content in terms of the the kind of like shiny objects syndrome chasing yeah obviously that's a big thing it's like there's that quote where it's like you'd rather be an average entrepreneur in a growing space than like a great entrepreneur in in an average space right like you know the Mm -hmm. the market can, can kind of take you so maybe Running ads in a really sexy, new, trending right now uh, topic makes things easier. Uh, uh, running courses, sorry, uh, in those niches. But still, like, you know, e com isn't going anywhere. So it's like, it's, it's like someone's get people are going to want to start e com brands and, and like, someone's going to win. Or there's going to be a few people winning in that niche. And what we found the way we can keep things, like, even Instagram or even, you know, like, like e-commerce, which everyone would say it's outdated, people have been selling courses for five years. The way we keep those scaling modern day right now is through angles, is through fresh angles, right? And, and I can get more, more into that, but it's like, we have one course sitting there. How can we make these through ads and through different front ends and through different offers, make this relevant and sexy right now? As an example, you know, there's an Instagram course we're, we're working on pre-launched like five or six years ago, right? Instagram was really really hot right now, now it's more TikTok. With that one course, there is hundreds of angles we can sell it to make it relevant and sexy and fresh and personable right now. Okay, we can say, crap, iOS ads just happened, ads are up right now, Instagram is the only way to get sales. Holy shit, did you just see Instagram released Reels? We can get 100K uh, views on the video right now, this is why it's crazy, bang. So all these different, like trending topics or like trending pain points you can do it and, and for example even this we didn't do this example but if if crypto like you said if crypto and nfts are trending right now then you can run ads f- for the instagram course about crypto like hey what's up well like crypto is exploding right now well did you know that these brands are actually killing it on an instagram like on instagram this nft launched 100k followers so, so if you want to launch an nft brand instagram is the best way to do it that's probably not true for twitter or like telegram but like that's an example yeah so it's all all just like different angles how can you test and you see like tanner or you see um traffic and funnels found to do it as well where you know the the course is, is isn't new but the angles are new and it makes it seem new right so um that's that's a way you you can keep things fresh, but in saying that obviously if you're in a growing niche where there's hype and excitement and FOMO, it's gonna be way easier to get sales. Um, that's just the fact. But also it's like that's that's where that pace comes in, right? Like that that kind of because that's more the action social social side of it. Everyone's talking about crypto. I want to get into it. The FOMO of crypto, that's all the action side, but but there's still things like like dating, dating. And, and finding love that's fully emotional and that's never going to go away so so that's that's trending right now that's hot right now because it always will be you know everyone wants love so yeah. that's an example
1: yeah and then when you change the angle do you keep the webinar the same or does that mean you have to change the webinar and messaging on the vsl as well we for the most
0: part kept the vsl the same you know we we, we upgraded it every like year every two years sometimes added new case studies change the uh the the guarantee or just like re it completely to to be something trending you don't have to do anything it's more just like making sure that 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 your ad if you're testing these new angles sets up the vsl so it's not a shock right so 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 you, you can't be talking about oh hey like like we have this instagram system that's just for crypto and we're going to show you how to do it and then the instagram talks about econ uh, the vsl talks about econ brands so it's all about how, um how you sell it but yeah i plan to test like a ton of vsls um this year hopefully look, but like one you know a new one every month or two months per course um maybe not that much but yeah um so you don't have to but but it's good to always be testing anyway
1: yeah, talking about that, when you run your ads, do you optimize for leads, for shop to the webinar, to um, to the actual sale? What do you usually optimize for when you run the ads?
0: Yeah, so it depends on the funnel. If if we're talking about a ad to registration page to a webinar to a sales page, like the kind of like you know, mm-hmm. webinar VSL flow, usually when we launch it or or when we did launch it we'd go um straight to sales so so optimize for sales um if it's like a fresh product or a fresh pixel we would probably optimize for sales page views first or or optimizing doing a custom conversion where someone sees the offer in the vsl right so so i so x amount of time on the vsl page and that's because it's always hard because like further down the funnel especially now after ios um facebook gets less data so it's harder to optimize so so you may have to get like 100 200 300 people to to go through before even seeing the sales page facebook doesn't know who's who so a good way to do it is to start optimizing earlier in the funnel you know, it's so like okay maybe someone reads the vsl maybe someone uh saw the offer on the vsl someone got to the sales page someone went to check out and then eventually get to sales once the pixel kind of learns um yeah so so when i'm starting from scratch i'm going to be doing like optimizing for seeing the offer from day one and then and then eventually as we get more and more and the numbers get good kind of building it out if that makes sense
1: yeah when you optimize straight for the sale after you sort of built something out um one does that mean you're letting ad sets run to two three thousand dollar break even point until turning it off and you sort of waiting that time or or is there like, yeah, does that mean you have to let everything run to $3,000? So
0: n- no, what
1: we, what you can
0: do is you can have almost, I don't even know what to call it, but like almost like a, like a how do you call this? Like a, a manual optimization, right? So like, like, I just made this up, but basically if, if you look at your funnel and you can do this in uh, Google analytics where, Or you can kind of look at the funnel and see patterns, right? So it's usually if someone hits the sales page, then they're probably, you know, more likely to buy than if they don't, obviously. So whilst on Facebook, you're optimizing for the sale, you can look in the ad set, right? In Facebook or in YouTube, like, "Hmm, let's see, okay, this ad or this ad set spent $600 and our cost per sales page view is double, triple what it should be. Mm. let's cancel it mm. so 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 you want facebook to, to optimize for this back end but in the meantime you you're looking at and seeing patterns and i i i kind of sometimes it happens where you know the numbers don't always work out but it's it's a good guess otherwise especially if you're starting out and you're spending you know thousand dollars per ad set and and you're you're, you're risking it. it's kind of hard if you're yeah. a, 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 a one-person band. so it's like, yeah you can look and be like, okay, this ad, this audience, it's getting like, you know, really, really good sales like for cheap and then keep it running to the next stage. And if it's not, then kill it. Um, and yeah, and and that's obviously easier when you already have data to,
1: to, to look at. But well, what has been the solution for the tracking issues? Because now there's like, especially if it's like a funnel there's like four places where you can lose data and all of a sudden you have more shop to check out than uh people at the webinar and the numbers are like all funky
0: yeah um using software like Hiros helps um i haven't like when i was at out i wasn't even buying media i was just focusing solely on the creative. Like i was working with, with the media buying team um and even now yeah so it's, it's just kind of like Hiros, and also there's some like data um yeah i don't want to go like too, too into the weeds but you can basically um resolve identities through um like hash data and like what, like data maps um and do that where you install this on your website and this kind of data map knows exactly who's coming and then you can funnel them back into facebook a lot more effectively wow. um to get better reads so yeah that's a that's kind of like a deep like like Um, i'm still trying to wrap my head around that but i I have someone helping me out uh, setting me up setting that up for me um with my funnel bit i I think yeah so it's it's hard it's 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 hard
1: that's super cool lucas so yeah i I guess um what i sort of mainly focus on for for this year lucas where can people sort of learn more about sort of what you're doing because you know you definitely know your shit i've asked like questions like broad questions, deep questions, specific questions, and you've been able to answer them all. And and when it was a question that you wasn't too sure, you're like really honest about it and you're like not too sure. And and I really appreciate that. Um, tell us sort of what's your plan this year, Lucas?
0: Yeah, this year is just to launch literally like a new course a month. And, and I've kind of got it down to a system and a science now where like I'm super passionate about courses and like education. I think like literally not, not to be like all high and mighty, but just like, as a, like, I feel like that's what is going to move like society, like the world forward. Not not like, Oh, I'm a big mission, man. I'm saving the world. But it's like, like, I, like it's exciting, man. Like people, you know, can like st- create their own job and create their own company from a course. People can like get out, you know, potentially help with like depression or anxiety from a course. They can speak another language. They can find love. So it's like education and knowledge is like where it's, that's like, I, I want to like build a, you know, like a home there. Um, you know for, for next time so yeah just i, I have um currently like four that i'm partnering th- that i'm working with now just kind of yeah um that are like in production they just take a, a lot of time to filming for filming but once he's live and i'm kind of testing them just see you know hopefully they all work if one works two works three works whatever keep tinkering keep tinkering see if there's product market fit and then basically yeah build out a kind of like like a machine and like a full-time team that kind of scales these and then build out like brands off the back end um get some kind of software involved some like subscription model in, like just kind of build amazing brands and products for a specific person and just give them all the information all the education all the resources they need to get them you know to get to where they want to go so it's like a dating one crypto investing one launch an nft project that like e-commerce add a creative one that's kind of forward working on now um, another one for, uh, you know, uh, like coaches and consultants doing reels to get clients on Instagram. That's another one. So yeah, just like, uh, I love it, man. Like, it, it, I just want to be that. If none of these make money and they all die, I, I will still be happy because I love building products and marketing. So that's that's the plan. Just keep shipping, keep shipping, build a team and yeah, scale them.
1: That's super cool, Lucas. Last question. So if someone's listening to this right now, um, they're a person who... They've successfully done drop shipping, they successfully created a brand, or they successfully figured out um, coaching for, for um, personal training. And they're listening to this because they wanna learn how to go ahead and turn what they've learned into an info product. But you know, they're only making you know, five, six grand a year, a month. Um, what's your advice for them? My advice would be
0: focus on the customer so so don't worry about like the product just know your customers so well and be very very specific about who you're helping and what you're helping them with speak to them on the phone jump on a zoom with them and build a product with them ask them exactly what they need so not just one but specific niche and avatar of people that you've that you know you can get results for and then that yeah it there's a lot of steps and it's like like i uh, I can't give you, I can't just give you like a magic pill where you can go out and crush it, but like focusing on a specific problem, really, really niche, and just creating a, an amazing solution product, custom built for like a, a niche, a niche, that makes everything easier. Then you can like sell organically a lot easier. You can probably like do some DM and and like LinkedIn closing stuff um, from that. But I think, yeah, just, just, even work with people it's like oh let's go build a course this is what this guy's doing let's just copy it's like yeah you can do that but it's like not everyone necessarily knows what they're doing and it's like doing it purely from just like trying to help help someone and like not even yeah from like a moral perspective obviously you want to get results and, and do good but it's like you're selling to people and if you build an amazing solution for someone then they're gonna buy it right um so yeah, that's that's my advice. You just get get really 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 specific on the customer and just like build something that that you honestly think will will transform their life.
1: Yeah, I think that that's like an amazing tip. Like I think a lot of people do get lost in the weeds and they're like, I want to scale, I want to I want to crack cold traffic, I want to pump a bunch of ads spend. And I think you're right. If you just focus on your customers, build out an amazing product, the money will come. And and once you have the money then you can easily figure everything else out. Um, so yeah, that's, that's an amazing tip, Lucas. Where can people find out more about you and, and if they want help uh, from you and, and get your, your services or just learn and follow your journey? What's the best place, Lucas?
0: Best place would be probably on, on Facebook. I, I think, yeah, if, if you're, you, know, you want some advice or, or you're running the course yourself, or you want some tips like that, um, just like a Lucas Spinella, um my, my name maybe can come up here yeah, I'm not sure if you can edit that but yeah Lucas Spinella um yeah message me on Facebook you can probably find me on LinkedIn and Instagram to shoot me a message I kind of like I like this is all I think about I love this stuff so I'm happy just to like give advice and and, and help out um
1: yeah so Lucas Spinella hit me up amazing we'll link everything in the description below in the show notes but yeah thank you so much for your time today lucas oh, amazing episode thank you so much everyone for listening really appreciate your time today hopefully you guys got a lot of value and learned a lot of things i i really enjoyed this episode like it sort of gave you another sort of inside the curtain look um, of what what the sort of webinar sort of vsl space looks like so i really appreciate your time today lucas thank you so much cool thank you man great questions great to be here see you later awesome. Have a great day guys. Thanks Peace. for you, man. Bye.